What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lemonian, the Spitfire Coach, here with another eye-opening, ear-opening episode to hopefully get you motivated and fired up. Just as a reminder, if you're not already subscribed, head on over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed and share this with a friend if it resonates with you. Y'all keep in awesome. We've all heard of the saying, talk is cheap, but what happens when talk is expensive? We're talking about the frustrations and the impacts of what happens when we keep looping around to consensus that leads to an action. Now, recently we had a question come in. We have an open forum on our learning platform that allows people to anonymously ask questions um, and, and look for advice, strategies, things to approach it. And I thought, you know what, this is a really great topic because as we are thinking about moving things into action, one of the biggest frustrations that I've seen, uh, especially from people in the quick start, if you're familiar with Colby, is the lack of progress and momentum. And so uh, I feel your pain. I'm here. Like literally I, I responded to this question and I have to get into action. And I know that everyone is not like me, but for those of you who like to be in action, this is for you. So the question was, what are some options when there is more talk than action from senior leadership? And so I want to kind of lay this out on all ends because this is not just a one approach and you're done, but more about looking at the landscape and factors that go into decision-making and action. So typically what happens is there'll be a meeting scheduled, but what happens is that the meeting does not have a clear objective. We don't know what we're looking to accomplish. We think, okay, I'm gonna walk away at the end of this meeting having a clear cut plan, but the reality is there isn't enough information. There's not enough known to actually get into action. And all of these things are really important. So the first thing to do is to get really clear on number one, why you're meeting and what you're looking to accomplish. And so we encourage our clients to look at the outcome and put it into the description, the desired outcome of the meeting and put it into the description of the meeting. So if the outcome of a project is uh, initial brainstorm on project X, then you can build an agenda from that. So we can look at, okay, what are, when we think about this, what are the potential gains? What are the impacts? Uh, what are the affected areas based on employees and clients and things like that? And you can structure that by having what we call curiosity circles. So you can set a timer for five minutes where everyone either writes down or just starts spitting out curious questions. Now, a curious question is an open and empowering question that starts with, I'm curious. So I'm curious what's been done in the past. I'm curious what our thoughts are about this. And here's the big thing about curious circles. We are not there to answer it. You are only there to spit out the curious questions. And you do that for five minutes. And then you can start to sort out where are the themes that are emerging. Because what this does is it allows people to express in a safe way any anxiety, any concerns, any questions. And because everyone's doing it, no one is singled out as being a naysayer, being negative, or being fearful. So we first want to do that. Then we want to sort it out and address what is known 
address what we could know and when we can know it by, and address what is completely unknown that needs to require future investigation or research. So within that, we're going to have three different buckets. Now, the big thing is do not let these meetings go over 45 minutes. And I know that sounds like a weird a weird number, but once we start going into an hour, then we switch, stretch into 90 minutes, then we stretch into two hours. And realistically, the creative energy is going to sputter out around 45 minutes, just based on my observations. And I know that sounds like a very arbitrary number, but I've seen people across the board get really excited and then get fizzled out because it's just gone on for too long. And so you want to look at what are the action items here? When are we going to follow up and who's responsible? So what, when, and who? And you also want to be able to set reasonable expectations for people. So if you're a quick start like me, we need to know when's it going to happen, who's responsible, because otherwise we start to get anxious of like no one's getting things done and we're getting really frustrated and it's just the status quo recreating over and over and again. And then we're going to be dejected. We might come back and give more, more opinions, but we're going to do it from a frustrated angle. This is also going to set people up who need more information. We call them fact finders, or actually Colby calls them fact finders. We call them that too. Um, they're going to have more space to go do their research, to find out what they need to know. And then we're going to look at, okay, what's the follow through? When do we need to have things done by? When are we all regrouping? So the big thing at a high level headline is we've got to manage expectations. We need to have expectations when we're meeting. We need to have expectations during that process. And we need to have expectations on our next steps. And all relationships break down from unmet expectations, but all relationships can build trust when we have clear expectations, when we have clear shared agreements. So here is the action item for the people who aren't getting what they want, specifically people who are managing up to senior leaders. You need to be in a curious state, first of all. So if you're coming in frustrated, your frustration is leaking all over the place and no one's really hearing you. So here's the opportunity. When a meeting request comes out and it doesn't seem clear, send a note back and say, hey, I'm just curious, what are we looking to achieve in this meeting? I'm just curious what our ideal outcome is. Because that's going to then say, oh, I'm not really clear on that. Maybe I should ask some more questions. So we're actually setting a new expectation of let's all get clear about this. Let's all get on the same page because we're on the same team. And then if we're in that meeting and it's still not clear, let's say that like we're just, we already have it on the calendar. We're, we're planning to step into this meeting in five minutes. What you can just ask, if you notice like it seems really vague, is asking yourself, what are we looking to achieve in the next 45 minutes or however long the meeting is? Like, I'm just clear what we're looking to walk away with knowing, doing, or feeling. I know feeling is a weird word to say in corporate America, but it's we have to be clear about what our desired outcome is because otherwise we're just circling around and we're not really landing on anything. This is actually how we structure coaching sessions. It's one of its core competency number three. It is my favorite at ICF because it helps to pinpoint what we're aiming for in the time that we have. And it also gives us a North star to come back to if we start to veer off. So this allows you to reset expectations on a micro level and to get people 
back on track if they start to go into this kind of macro, macro and ambiguous space. A lot of people like to use big ambiguous language. Um, and you've probably heard me say it before, like if you can't explain it to me like a third grader, you probably aren't clear. So we all have to get into practice there, okay? So this is an amazing opportunity for managing expectations for what's possible for now versus what you want to happen. Again, it's that mismanagement of expectations. So we have to get back on the same page because if you want to just jump into action, you might be missing critical pieces. You might be missing those kind of landmines that we might be stepping into inadvertently. So if you come in with like so much excitement and passion, I don't want you to lose that. I want you to leverage it. Put it on the table. Say, I'm really excited about this. And I would love to see us get to this place in 90 days. I'm just curious, what do we need to decide on? What do we need to know? What do we need to move forward to get us to that place? And that's going to put people in decision mode. Now, you've also got to be able to sit back and listen and also ask curious questions. Because I know personally that in this quick start mode, you want to jump and get it done. And you're like, I see the big picture. I'm running towards it. So this is also part of that discipline and this ease and trust and allowing other people to emerge and get their needs met. Because you will only take it so far. You've got to get your other team members on board at their own pace and time. You cannot force them. So big thing, remember we're all on the same team and all relationships break down because of unmet, unmet expectations. And they also get, get rebuilt when we have shared agreements and shared expectations. So I hope this was helpful. Take a deep breath, Ooh, shake it out. And remember to come from a curious state and remember you're on the same team. Y'all keep being awesome.